What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Back at it again for a second time today, January 19th, Saturday. Hope all you guys are enjoying your weekend, enjoying all these good basketball games that have been on because I have for, for myself. It's been a good weekend so far. But part two today, um, just wanted to you know give you guys a little recap on this Duke-Virginia game. So Duke ended up winning. They won by two points. Virginia currently ranked uh, fourth. Duke is currently ranked number one. Duke won by a score of 70 to 72. Um, let me run down these stats real quick for Virginia. Jack Salt, their center, had five points, four rebounds. Solid game. Kyle Guy, one of their best scorers, had 14 points, one assist, six rebounds, one steal. DeAndre Hunter, probably their best uh, overall NBA player type, I guess you can call it, had 18 points, four rebounds, one steal. Ty Jerome had 14 points, four assists, four rebounds. That's their floor general. Jay Huff. Uh, had four points, one rebound, two blocks. Braxton Key, the Alabama transfer, had 11 points, two assists, six rebounds with one steal and one block. Kia Clark, shout out to him. I actually played against him my senior year of high school. He's from Woodland Hills. He went to Taft High School. He was originally committed to UC Davis, but then he ended up committing to Virginia. So congrats to him, man. It's, you know, playing the ACC is, a, is an honor. Had two points, one assist, one rebound, one steal. Shout out to him, like I said. For Duke. R.J. Barrett had 30 points, 3 assists, 5 rebounds. Zion had 27 points, 1 assist, 9 rebounds, 2 steals, and 1 block. Cam Reddish had 9 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals. Jack White had 4 points, 4 rebounds, 1 steal. And Marquise Bowden had 2 points and 4 rebounds. Now, I haven't really discussed uh, Virginia a lot. That's because, I'm not going to lie, I don't like Virginia. I'm a Michigan State fan, as most of you guys know, and we've beaten Virginia, I believe, in, in 2015 and 2014. We knocked them out of the tournament both those years. One was in the round of 32, I believe, and one was in the Sweet 16. Um, we knocked them out. Um, but I do respect Tony Bennett. I respect what he has. And another reason I don't really like them that much is because ESPN, they hype them up a lot. Like, not as much as Duke, but, or not, not, not just ESPN. ESPN hypes up Duke, but like the college, the the main dudes that fo- focus on college uh, covering and analysts and stuff, they they hype Virginia every single year. And don't get me, don't get it twisted. Virginia is a very talented team. They do win a lot of games. They're one of the best defensive teams in the country year in and year out. But when it comes to tournament time. Their expectations—they don't—they should have higher expectations because they always let me—they let me down. If if because I I honestly don't really like Virginia's teams, but this team that they have this year, I really do like. I like everything that they have. They have a lot of balance. They have a lot of different players. They have a lot of different you know pieces that they can work with, and they have a lot of different scores. So I actually like this Virginia team for once. But today, um, the first half of this game, um. Both teams came out swinging, aggressive and early. Um, honestly, the biggest difference was Duke has Zion and R.J. Barrett and Virginia doesn't. That's honestly what this game came down to. I could sit here and try and give you a breakdown of the first half and the second half, but it pretty much just comes down to that. They have a Zion Williamson and an R.J. Barrett and Virginia doesn't because that's really all that happened. I will say this. Virginia put up a very competitive game because DeAndre Hunter is one of the best players in the nation. Don't get it twisted. Kyle Guy is one of the best uh, shooters in the nation for sure. And Ty Jerome is one of the best playmakers in the nation. He can shoot it. He can pass it. He can score at will. And, 
you know, he just does everything for that team. He's the key, you know, he's the engine to that team. Put it like that. Um, another thing, their pack line defense. If you don't know what the pack line defense is, it pretty much is a defense that isolates you. Um, it's a type of defense that that pressures you, but you, if you're going to play the pack line defense, you have to teach your players how to play man-on-man defense, obviously, and how to guard one-on-one because you're going to be by yourself. You don't really rely on help side when you're playing in the pack line defense. If you don't know what it is, I can't really explain it to you. That's kind of my best explanation for it, but you probably go on YouTube. If you don't know what it is, go on YouTube and look it up. Get a better exp- explanation for yourself. But how it works is pretty much, you know, you switch. You know, if they say Duke does dribble handoffs all day, every player just switches. Every player just switches. Every player just switches. And there really is no real help side defense. There is to an extent, but, like, say somebody gets in the corner and they attack the rim, the chances of the help side defense being there are slim to none because how the pack line defense works, it pretty much is trying to run teams off the three-point line because that's just how it works. But Duke isn't even that good of a three-point shooting team, but it is what it is. But with that being said, I wouldn't recommend running the pack, even though it's a staple and it's, you know, preached in the Virginia program to run the pack line defense because Tony Bennett loves it. The Virginia head coach Tony Bennett loves to run the pack line defense. I don't think it's the key to success to beat Duke because when you're playing Zion Williamson, you can't guard Zion Williamson one-on-one. He's just too much of a beast and he's too much of an animal to guard one-on-one. And you can't guard R.J. Barrett one-on-one because he's literally, all he did tonight was literally, like he like he's done every other night for the most part, is get to his left hand and get to the rack and score at will. He pump faked a couple times. He got the, you know, when there was help side, he would get the big man, Jack Saw or, you know, Diakite up in the air and finish over them. But for the most part, honestly, Duke scored off a lot of isolation buckets, and so did Virginia. Um, Duke actually did run a 2-3. They experimented with that due to the fact that Trey Jones is injured, so they don't have a premier on-ball defender anymore, um, even though they said, luckily, um, for Duke's sake, Trey Jones' injury is not as bad as it seems because he got hurt versus uh, Syracuse in a collision with Frank Howard. Um He'll only be out probably a few games. He should be back in a couple weeks. Um, but getting back to the game, Duke had to run the 2-3, obviously, because they're not yet disciplined enough to play man-on-man defense. Coach K actually did it last year with the Marvin Bagley, Wendell Carter Jr., Trayvon Duvall, and uh, Gary Trent Jr. because they weren't really good at man-on-man defense. I guess it's just a freshman thing, um, but it's the first time he's done it with these two classes. He usually doesn't do it. He usually mans up, but he's, he experimented with both. He played man-on-man a little for most of the game. He, he played his two, three, a couple possessions throughout this game, and it kind of worked for, you know, for Duke. Virginia kind of struggled. They didn't shoot the three-ball well at all today. Matter of fact, um, what's it called? Virginia actually shot three of 17 on threes, which is 17%, and Duke shot two for 14 on threes, which is 14%. So neither teams, both teams struggled tonight from the three-point line, put it like that. A lot, Both of them honestly got all their points in the paint. It was a lot of hard-earned buckets, a lot of, you know, set design plays that got, you know, free, um, a couple of mid-range, a lot of mid-range jumpers, a lot of free throws were shot. Um, 
free throw wise, Virginia was 11 of 17, which is 64%, which is okay, I guess, on the road. You kind of got to do a little bit better than that. Duke shot 18 of 31, which is really tough. That's only 58%. They got to work on that. Zion, the one thing missing out of his game right now is honestly just a free throw. He's going to be at the free throw line a lot throughout his entire basketball career. All he has to do, you know, just get comfortable at the free throw line, you know, just work, keep working on it. It's really hard to master a free throw. You, you can't really master a free throw. It's just an in-the-moment type thing. So, you know, I hope Zion works on it. I'm, I'm, I know he will. I know he'll get better eventually, but it is what it is. The rebound battle. Virginia actually, or Virginia lost the rebounding battle. Um, they had a total of 30 for Virginia. They had 30 rebounds, total rebounds. They had seven offensive rebounds, and they had 23 defensive. Duke had 32 total rebounds. They had 10 offensive rebounds. 10 offensive rebounds is probably the reason why they won this game. Because when you have 10 second chance, second chances, that's, you know, if they score all those buckets, that's 20 points right there. I'm not saying they they didn't score every time they got it back, but that's a lot of opportunities. You know, you can't let a team, especially when you're on the road and you're playing at their home court, you can't let a team get 10 offensive rebounds because it's just no, it's not a recipe for success, put it like that. And that's probably one of the main reasons why they, why they lost. Tony Bennett will probably go and look at check the stats and be like, yeah, that's a big reason, you know, we lost. We're going to have to work on our rebounding. But, yeah, um, they had 10 offensive rebounds, and they had 22 defensive. That's good. Um, where else are we going? Field goals. Virginia was 28 of 53, which is 52%, which is pretty good for on the road. And Duke shot 26 of 51 for 51%, which is, you know, both both of those stat lines are good. Um, but this game was a, a very tight and contested game. Honestly, I like the I, lo I love ACC basketball. It's always competitive most of the times, I shall say. It's not always, but most of the time, especially when it comes to Duke, you know, teams always give their best games versus Duke because they know, you know, it's Duke. You have to. Um, and, you know, Virginia was no different. They were not scared. You know, the camera crazies were going crazy. But Virginia never really got rattled. You know, they just struggled to put the ball in the basket, honestly. They they weren't, you know, they're, they're a really good outside shooting team for the most part. But they just weren't hitting shots tonight, and that was the difference, honestly. Duke's defense, give credit to their defense. It worked. Whatever their defensive strategy or defensive game plan was, they executed it to the fullest. And, you know, they come out with a W, man. They won by two points to a, a very, very good Virginia team. This is actually one of the best Virginia teams. To me, personally, I think this is one of the best Virginia teams that Coach Bennett has had since he's been at Virginia. I think this team is probably the best. I think this team is the best team, honestly. I don't know. Virginia fans, let me know. Um... But, yeah, the craziest stats to me was this. Duke only had six assists as a team. Think about that. They only had six assists as a team. Trey Jones himself probably averages six assists. He didn't play today, like I said, but that means it was a lot of isolation buckets. Like I said, it was a lot of free throw shot, and it was a lot of just points that were just gathering the paint off rebounds. So, and Virginia only had eight assists, so... It's crazy, but it is what it is. But like I said, the key to this game was literally Duke had Zion and R.J. Barrett, and Virginia didn't. Um, but wrapping, that's it for that. But they play again. They play again exactly three weeks from today at Virginia in Charlottesville. Should be a hell of a game. I'm pretty sure Virginia's going to play a lot better. They didn't play their best today, but... You got to give credit to Duke's defense. They really rattled them. They really got up in their jerseys. Even though Virginia is a very tough and experienced and, you know, upper class 
upperclassman-led team, they kind of were shook a little bit, if you ask me. But it is what it is. So, like I said, they play again three weeks from today in Charlottesville. Should be a hell of a game. I'll definitely be doing a podcast on that one. Um, but like I said, man, Duke came out with the victory, a big-time victory at home against the number four-ranked team in the nation. Got it done one by two points, and they're on to the next one. I actually didn't check their schedule. I do not know who they play next. I am sorry for that. But um, I will let you guys know. So I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, I will be doing a third podcast today, or if not today, I will be doing one in the morning of the Lakers and Rockets game that's about to come on any minute now. I believe it's on right now, actually. Um, I will be doing a podcast on that. So as always, um, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, all that good stuff. I appreciate all my listeners, for real, for real, from the bottom of my heart. I really do. I appreciate you guys listening to me. Um, But as always, man, it's been the Kevo Bansu's podcast. I will talk to you guys soon. Peace.